Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Professor Ansel Brown is an American of African descent, as well as being a pan-Africanist Zionist. An academic lawyer and social justice advocate against racism, his research focuses on international law and Middle East affairs. Professor Brown is the guest of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies as a speaker during what is known as the Israel Apartheid Week, but I like to call the Israel Bashing Hate Fest. He joins me now to tell me about himself and his message for fellow South Africans. Professor Brown, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Oh, well, it's great to be here, Cherise. Um, yeah. Professor Brown, what has your message been during this week? Um, well, um, thank you for asking. Um, my message is basically that um, the equation of, of Israel to a colonial uh, apartheid um, occupation-based um, state is a false narrative. And um, I believe it's, as someone who is, considers myself a pan-Africanist, as an African-American who um, relates to the Jewish experience in the diaspora, I consider that narrative to be morally and historically false and errant. And um, I do believe it's um, rooted in anti-Semitism. And as one who has experienced racism that has been very much akin to the Jewish experience of anti-Semitism in the diaspora, um, I take exception to that um, equation. And so I'm here to present a different narrative. So let's start off with the Pan-Africanism first. What does it mean when you refer to Pan-Africanism? So Pan-Africanism is a concept of solidarity and unity of Africans both in the African continent as well as Africans in the diaspora, whether we be in the United States of America or in the Caribbean or in Brazil, Colombia, other parts of the diaspora community. It's the idea that we have a sense of camaraderie and a shared common um, destiny and future together and that we should work more um, closely together in close um, partnership and solidarity with one another. And it takes different um, um, sort of... um, manifestations. Um, It can be cultural solidarity. It can be economic uh, partnerships. But it can also be in the the case of um, the African Union, for example, it can be um, more um, economic integration and political unity um, amongst African states. And that relationship with Zionism, what do you see the similarities? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's an important point to raise. Because when you look at the Jewish experience um, in the diaspora, away from the Jewish homeland of Israel, the persecutions, the pogroms, the inquisitions, and the, the most egregious crime against the Jewish community, the Holocaust, is very similar to the African diaspora experience, where we, under, um, we experience slavery and segregation and institutionalized racism and discrimination, very similar parallels. And the Zionist um, movement was one of Jewish liberation and Jewish self-determination in its homeland. It was a yearning of the Jewish people to be reconstituted back in their ancient homeland. And the idea was that Jewish people would only be able to realize full security and freedom um, by being connected with their with their historic roots in Israel. And similarly, um, the African-American experience has been um, very parallel to that, where we have experienced some of the same persecutions, um, the alienations. We were not allowed to speak 
um, our native African languages when we were brought to the Americas. We were for, we were um, told um, the most ugly, horrendous things about Africa, um, and and so um, we also, particularly in the early 1900s, through the Back to African movements, um, even in the Civil Rights Movement, and more recently through, um, you know. Um, you know, expressions of Afrocentrism, we have reconnected uh, with our African roots, uh, which we've always preserved through our music, through our culture, um, through our, what I call our African spirit, um, which could not be crushed. Um, but um, but it's very similar to the Pan-African, or the excuse me, the Zionist yearnings to uh, be reconnected with your ancient your ancient. Um, uh, roots and in your historic homeland, and, and so I see very close parallels. Um, Dr. King, has yes. he had an influence in your thinking? Um, absolutely. Um, uh, Dr. King has had an influence in my thinking. Um, his message of faith, his message of hope, his message of love, his message of freedom, um, not only for me, but for African Americans, Africans everywhere, and I believe the entire world. I tell you, I was in Israel, Sharice, um, about, uh, I guess it's been 10 years now, almost 10 years now, and I was floored that there's a street in Jerusalem named Martin Luther King Jr. Street. And that's something that we see in every black community in America. And so to see the, the resonance that Dr. King has within Israel was, um, really it was heartwarming. And, um, you know, one thing that I wanted to mention is that um, Dr. King was inspired by the Jewish experience. Um, his last sermon before he was slain uh, in America was a sermon where he talked about seeing the promised land. And he, he said that, I, you know, I've been to the mountaintop and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there, but we will get there. He was alluding to the, the, the story in the Torah of Moses going to Mount Gilgal and looking over into the promised land that Israel eventually um, established as the nation of Israel, a 3,000-year-old um, history and heritage that the Jewish people have. And he was inspired by that. You know, He, he quoted Amos. Um, he said, let justice roll. And this is the same um, Jewish prophet who spoke of Israel being reestablished in the land of Israel, never to be uprooted again. And so... Um, not only Dr. King, but even my grandfather was a dear friend of Israel when he was still living, bless his soul. Uh, but he would tell us that um, America um, w- will cease from being great when we cease from supporting our dear friend and ally Israel because he saw that being fundamental to the moral fabric of our country. And so, um, so not only was Dr. King an inspiration to me, but I think uh, people such as my grandfather, my father was a friend of the Jewish community, and there are many others in the African American community who are also um, uh, near and, and close to the Jewish community in our hearts. I'd like to pick up on that point, sure. um, and I'd like to know you, you're an ex Harvard Law graduate. Yes. Um, to what extent is your message in America shared by fellow Americans of African descent? Yes, um, I do believe that there are. Um, Many, particularly in the um, African American church, who do have uh, what I would call a soul connection with Israel um, and specifically the Jewish community. For instance, in the black church, um, many times our churches um, take on the names of um, 
of, um, I guess we should say, um, um, Torah um, based sites and locations. So, for instance, you may have churches called Mount Gilgal or um, or Mount Pleasant or Mount Mount Zion, um, Mount Moriah Missionary Baptist Church. We have always been inspired by the Jewish story of freedom and liberation, even um, during slavery. The spirituals um, that were um, that were developed within um, the the African American community um, under uh, under the oppressive um, sort of weight of slavery. Those spirituals and songs of freedom were inspired by the Jewish story. Go down Moses. Go down into Egypt. Let my people go. Um, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. All of these songs were inspired by the Jewish experience. Even in the West Indian community, there are allusions to Zion. Um, and so there's always this, there's always been this sort of soul connection that I believe the diaspora, African American diaspora community has with the Jewish community. And I think we need to tap into that more, um, to build stronger, um, bonds of partnership as we move forward and tackle um, these sorts of what I consider to be um, injustices that are being propagated around the world that would equate Israel with um, colonialism and apartheid. Which I, I, let me just add this one thing, Sharice, uh, which for me as an African-American whose parents and grandparents experienced something very much akin to apartheid, which is Jim Crow segregation, I believe that is an insult to what we experience in the um, diaspora experience. And I'm sure... Um, we could draw a similar um, comparison to what is what has happened here in South Africa. Well, that brings us to your being here during Israel Apartheid Week. And um, you have been speaking on campuses in faculty to political um, students and uh, also to various uh, communities, thought leaders and uh, Christian groups. What is the reception? To, what has the reception to you been like? The reception has been warm. Uh, let me say it's good to be home. It's good to be uh, in Africa. Um, and I believe that um, that feeling has been reciprocated uh, by my um, South African brothers and sisters. Um, we've talked about Pan-Africanism and solidarity between our two communities. We've talked about Pan-Africanism within the continent. And I have alluded to my inspiration um, that has been drawn from the Jewish experience. And um, that was received. Uh, there was no pushback on that. And the um, Israel and the Israel apartheid analogy. Do you feel you've been successful in debunking that? Um, I hope so. <laughs> I, I cannot um, peer into the hearts and minds and souls of the audience. But people have engaged. But people have engaged, and they've listened, and I have received no negative pushback on what I've shared thus far. Well, on a personal note, sure. um, Professor Brown, I'd like to say thank you so much for coming. You, you have been an absolutely here. amazing guest to have. Um, it's incredible. It's, uh, I'm personally delighted by the warmth and response that I've got among friends to knowing that you're here. Yes. And uh, it, it, it is important, I think, for the community and the broader community to know that while we may feel isolated during Israel Apartheid Week, we have friends. We have friends here. We have friends in America. And we have friends such as yourself who are happy to come to our country and spread the kind of truth that we need so much to hear. Absolutely, and I hope to return very soon. Yay! <laughs> Thank you very much. That was Professor Ansel Brown, who is an American of African descent, Pan-Africanist Zionist, and the guest of the Jewish Board of Deputies during Israel Apartheid Week.